This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Doug hates candy wrappers, sweetie baby, sticky seeds with 50 as a cup of kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see. Saturday, December 30th, 2023, at the Punchline in Sacramento, California! This is the 17th episode we've taped at this wonderful club. That number is just a guess, but it feels right. Before I bring out my guests, let me tell you about the prize box. Yeah, today it's a box. Looks like a jack-o'-lantern situation. 
but it's from a company called Milk that over the holidays, uh, some nice people that I know sent me uh, this box and it was full of cookies. And I was like, that's a cool box that someone might enjoy. Let's put something in it uh, after I ate all the cookies. So, so it's, a, it's mostly, it's a, it, it's a prize package for a stoner. Let's be, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I hope it goes to somebody who could put it to good use. But, uh, you know, of course, anybody can win today. But several items from uh, Hemper, who sends uh, monthly boxes out to people who subscribe. Uh, this is a really cool grinder slash uh, container. This is a little ghost guy that when you're like staying in a hotel room smoking weed, you blow your smoke into this guy and he holds it in, takes it all in, and the room doesn't smell like uh, weed so so much. I say so much because, you know, there's only, if it's good weed, there's only so much this little ghost guy can do. And then, but this is really fun. This is a clutch. This is a, a thing where it's a pipe that you can also store uh, your weed in, like you carry your weed around in it and then put it into part of it and then uh, smoke it. We got some Douglas movie stickers. We got a, a Doug Benson pin and a Douglas movies pin. And then, you know, it's the holiday season, so uh, little candy canes. But here's my, here's my favorite thing that's in here. It's so dumb. I had Chinese food recently and uh, delivered, and there's an absolutely sealed package with no fortune cookie in it. <laughs> like that feels like a good luck thing or something that I should pass on to other people. That like I didn't get a cookie or a fortune, just the packaging. So uh, that's in there for no reason. Just to get rid of it, really. This is some of my garbage uh, that I decided to fly with to Sacramento on a very bumpy flight yesterday. So that's, that's what I do for you people. <laughs> they sit in a bumpy flight. They're not going to crash. It's way up there. It's just, it's just bumping around. Think of it like waves on the ocean before you drown. <laughs> there we go. That's the prize bag. Time for Doug plugs. Doug plugs. Everybody loves them. Tuesday night, January 2nd in Los Angeles, the Benson movie interruption is back at the Dynasty Typewriter. On Saturday, January 6th at 4.20, Douglas Movies returns to the Improv in Orlando, Florida. And Douglas Movies is back at the Improv in LA on Tuesday, January 6th. For all my dates and deets and links, go to DouglasMovies.com. That's DouglasMovies.com. Well done, Sack. Ready for your first guest today? Yeah, you heard me. First guest today. A little bit of a change up in the format today. Give it up, everybody, for Lori Kilmartin. Hey, Lori. Grab a mic and a seat. And thank you for joining us today. Thrilled to be here. You have uh, two shows here at the Punchline tonight. Yes, the first one is in two hours. Yeah, in which you're the headliner. Yes. Uh -huh. And you like to be a fancy headliner and uh, look good for the shows. So when I asked you to do the show, you were like, well, could, do I have to stay the whole time? Because I got this, my shows to get ready for. I was like, no, let's do a little uh, a little segment with Lori at the beginning of the show, and then she can go get ready. What do you think of that? Woo 
that we had this discussion earlier, he isn't like looking at me and deciding, wow, she needs You know what? She needs to. Lori, you need some time. You need a nap, a spa, whatever. You know, what I realized is this hits right in the time where I start doing my hair and uh, my makeup and binding my feet and all the prep I do for a show. My 420 shows basically just keep me from having a nap at 420. Like, I have to stay awake because I have a show. <laughs> That's how it usually works out. But uh, yeah, so you're headlining uh, tonight. Is anybody coming back to see Lori tonight? Just clap. That's great. I heard a couple genuine There were some genuine ones over there. I, I jumped yeah. the gun on that. I Already it's worth it. I've gained two audience members. I should have I let it breathe. I was, just, I was worried there would just be silent. But, uh, you know, because people, there's, there's a lot of things to do these days. And thank you for taking the time out to be here. Yeah. And, there's um, a mattress store just down here. It's right the there. This mall is, I can't believe anybody comes to this club because when you're in this mall, there's so many exciting things to do. <laughs> you, can, you can get a mattress. You can get a cupcake. <laughs> That's pretty much it. <laughs> but I haven't been here like a year and a half, and all of a sudden there's a Nordstrom's Racked. There's like so much here. It, w it was rather barren for about keep, two uh, decades. Yeah, things have been kind of coming and going for a while. It was just mattresses and cell phones, <laughs> yeah. which I like to say was one-stop shopping for uh, pimps. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a, always evolving. And it's yeah. how about Art and Mall, but they've cleverly, you know, in the day of hashtags, they've uh, shortened it to hashtag HBA. <laughs> and there's got no what goddamn way anyone out in the real world is using hashtag HBA <laughs> about anything. I got a cupcake, cupcake today, hashtag HBA. <laughs> When they gave this place, how about Arden, 40 years ago, it seemed pretty optimistic and, uh, you know, hey, how about it? Um, yeah. <laughs> hey, how about trying? How about our? Yeah. It's just a very like we don't really uh, commit to anything. You know, we're not we're not serious here. How about our? Any? It's just fun. HBA, and it has a Starbucks that, for my money, is the winner of the most always a line of cars at the drive-through Starbucks on the planet. There's always a line out there. That I watch while yeah. I get high after the shows. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So we're here to talk about movies today, Lori. So before we let you go, um, this has been such a quick interview. Yeah, you got to get out of here. You got you got things to do. Uh, so, but you know, we'll talk about this for a, a minute or two. Okay. Uh, what was your favorite movie of this last year? We're wrapping up the year. Um, all right, I have watched it twice. It's, it, it, there's a lot of debate about this movie. Um, the first time I, I took my son to it because I didn't realize what it was about. Okay. And that movie is called Saltburn. Right. And um, when I- Wait, just back up a second. When you thought it was okay for your son, what, what, at that point, what did you think it was about? Because I, I put it in my head, I confused it with Salt Bay, and I thought it was a like a chef movie. <laughs> and okay. it turns out it's got some of the most deviant sex scenes I've ever encountered. It's gotta be weird sitting film. next to your child. Extremely. Well, Barry Keoghan fucks the shit out of a gravesite or whatever the fuck, like he, he yeah. just humps the dirt. That, that, I mean, that was, to me, less embarrassing than when he um, sniffs and licks semen before it goes down the bathtub drain. 
he goes crazy on that bathroom drain though. Like he was like clean in like two seconds and he keeps going and going. Like God, I gotta keep you know, there's oh it's really right. brutal. Right. Um have, have a lot of you seen Saltburn. <laughs> Conversation is going to turn that around. <laughs> but, but it's honestly, it's, a, it's an incredible. What she you saw it again without your son. Right, well, I had a screener, so I watched it again. And um, well, no, actually, it's on Amazon Prime. So if you yeah, have you Prime, and, and I do, <laughs> contrary to what you've heard about me. Um, yeah, I mean, the performances are incredible. Rosamund Pike is like, it's great performances. It's beautiful. It's lush. It takes place in it a gigantic old castle mansion in uh, in England that hasn't been used ever in a movie before, and um, they filmed some stuff at Oxford, so it's gorgeous. Do you know the name of the real mansion? Because they, you know, in the movie, the yeah. mansion's called Saltburn. Right, I don't know the name of the actual one. Yeah, probably, that is probably not that. If you have a search engine, you can find it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. interesting though. Uh, but I, I recommend it, but not with your 17-year-old son. Yeah. I can't, you got through the whole thing though. Yeah, I mean... Even the crazy dick dancing at the end? That, that, I, I would... Spoiler! I, that was such an incredible dance. And for me, um, like... I think it's step for step the same dance that Hugh Grant does in Love Actually. Oh, really? Yeah, but naked. For me, when, um, so last, this Christmas I was alone for Christmas, and um, it was the first time I've been completely alone in my house since 2016 when my mother moved down with me. So she's always been there, and then she died. And then um, my, uh, oh, you guys shouldn't come to my show tonight. I'm not uh, and then uh, I've had a son and a dog since then, and uh, there's always paws or feet at my house, and uh, put the dog in a kennel, because I thought I was gonna have work over Christmas, and I needed to reserve in advance, so. I was just alone for like four days in the house, and I did feel like, I may have danced, not that naked, but I did what for me is a version of the naked penis dance around my house because I could, finally. You had the opportunity, you got yes. it, and you just were inspired yeah. by Barry Keoghan. <laughs> um, I didn't love that movie, I, I have to say, but I, I, I understand people that do like it. It's very well made, and yeah. all, all the things you said. Yeah. Rosamund Pike's very good. Richard V. Grant's, oh. you know, he's always a delight, so yeah. it's fun to see him. And anything. there's like a maze. There's like a one of those, you know, old hedge mazes that the English love so much, and a lot of shit happens in that maze. Um, it's, it's just visually quite beautiful. Yeah, oh, and uh, yeah, speaking of things that are beautiful, people seem to like that Jacob B. Lordy quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's like right there next to Weird Barry Keoghan. I mean, Keoghan. It, those are age-inappropriate feelings for me, but I, uh, I still have them. Yeah, what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> you just have to accept yourself. Exactly. All right, let me write down Saltburn as your uh, number one movie of 2023. It might be the last scene movie of 2023. <laughs> Favorite last scene from a movie. Yeah, you'd have to list a bunch of 2023s for me to jump up, but that, that one is just in my head a lot right now. Yeah. Oh, that's and what happens. That's why the awards are, uh, you know, award season or whatever. Like, it's structured so that the, the quote, quote unquote important and artsy movies yeah. uh, come out this time of year so that they can win awards and then 
coax more people into the theater to watch it. I saw Poor Things recently, mm. and it's, I, I don't watch that with your son. And <laughs> Thank you, I wouldn't have known that. Um, yeah, no, I do want to see that. It's yeah. fun and, and has a lot of cute parts, but it's also, you see a lot of, uh, you see constant Emma Stone parts. And, oh. Yeah, oh yeah. If you want to see Emma Stone uh, naked, this is the movie for you. Unfortunately, she has like a unibrow and uh, the mentality of a child, so try to find that sexy. And, um, really? Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a Frankenstein take where she's got a child's brain and, oh. and dudes still want to have sex with her. Yeah, it's horrifying and horrible and don't take the kids. But, uh, why did I bring that up? Oh, because it's just, it's getting so much like accolades, like the ads for it say that people are calling it the best film of the year. Oh, yeah. And the audience I saw with, uh, <laughs> I do not feel like they felt that way about it. I felt like they were not that into it. Uh, and when I say the audience, I mean I saw it with like six other people <laughs> in the room. But, um, Lori, I know we gotta let you go, so, uh, yeah. Dude, if you love something, let it go. <laughs> and, uh, but, this is exciting. I've got two other guests uh, scheduled for today that will join us shortly. But before Lori goes, yeah. I would like her to pick from the audience her replacement. Someone in the audience, preferably someone as much like Lori as possible, like 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 a lady would be good. Yeah, like the other guests are dudes. Wise, not that you, you, you yeah, you don't have to act her. like her, but the other yeah. guests are dudes. So I'd love to have a woman up here. So if there's any women that would like to be considered, raise your hand if you'd like to be a guest on the rest of the episode, play the games, chat the chat. Nobody even wants to. Wait, wait, wait. Here we go. Wait, there's wait, a lady wait, over there. Yeah, she's pointing out there was one lady over there. Oh yeah. What's your name, ma'am? Jody. Jody. Yes. What's your What would you want to ask somebody to replace you, Lori? What, what's your question for Jody? Uh, Jody. Oh gosh. Um. Uh. Well. Um. You know, I I had a, a manicure on Tuesday and it's already destroyed. Um. Can, do you have any tips for me on how to do this lady nail stuff? Because I've never done it before. I've never. I had to for a photo shoot. Uh, no, because I used a, like, ten-year-old emery board to take the shaggy edges off one You know what? Hang on a second. Boom, yes. She's the only contender anyway. She's the only person to raise her hand. Come on up here and, uh, have this conversation up here. Bring your drink if you're drinking something. Okay, she's finished. So great. You're already drunk. Perfect. But grab a mic and, uh, finish what you were saying to, uh, Lori about, uh, tips. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, I can't give you any tips because I said I used a 10-year-old emery board, mm -hmm. which actually my teenager took a little chunk off of to do something for a craft project, mm -hmm. to take the shaggy edges off of one of my fingernails before we came today. So I cannot give you anything other than that. Okay, so we're spirit animals. And, um, <laughs> That's I, I take your child to Sulphur. That's my <laughs> only advice. Thanks what's, for having me. What's your last name, Jody? Reeves. As in Keanu. Jody G J O D I. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> no one ever gets it right. Oh really? Yeah. Well, then, have they fly. ever been to Lodi? Always the fly. Always. And then what's your last name? If you don't mind sharing. It looks like Rives. R I V E S. But you say it Reeves. Oh, I see. 
like George Reeves and R I V E S, but it's pronounced Reeves, mm -hmm. like all the great Supermans and yes. Herculeses. <laughs> all right, awesome. You're officially Laurie Kilmartin's replacement. Yes. Let's hear it, everybody, for Laurie Kilmartin. Have great shows tonight, Laurie, and Happy New Year. And, and also thanks for, Lori uh, is why there's a, like a, a humidifier on stage. I forgot to mention it to her. Uh, she likes that during her... Uh, it's, a, it's an air purifier. Air purifier. For during her stand-up sets, she feels uh, safer being around all these uh, <laughs> coughing lunatics. You know, especially here in SAC, you know, it's the meth capital, so uh, most audience members are coughing all the time. You guys are accepted. Accepted for that. Uh, all right, Jodi Rives. <laughs> Just getting it all wrong. Uh, Jody Reeves is our third guest. You want to meet the other two, everybody? Keep it going for Chad Opitz and Johnny Taylor Jr. I'm just busy uh, writing down uh, Jody's name in all the places where I'll need to be able to know, know Jody's name. But uh, let's start off of these two gentlemen. The first two we're going to speak to, the first one we're going to speak to is, oh, a uh, frequent guest on this show. I don't know if he's been on 17 times, but it certainly feels like it. I don't know. I don't know when he first somersaulted into our lives, but I'm glad he did. It's Chad Opitz, everybody. Hi, Chad Opitz. How long do you think it's been since the first time you appeared on this program? It was December 2017. What? Really? I remember. Yeah. And so, do you think my guesstimate's right? About 17 appearances in the interim. I don't know if it's that many, but it's in at least a dozen, I think. Yeah, I like it. And uh, how are you doing today, buddy? Doing solid. It's always good to be here in Sacramento. Yeah, well, you uh, made the move down to L.A. I did. And uh, had to drive all the way back up uh, today. But it wasn't bad, I hear. It was not bad. Yeah. No traffic. It was very nice. Yeah, you drove fast and not furious. <laughs> Vin Diesel-like. <laughs> well, thank you for being here, Chad. Also joining us today, making his Doug Loves Movies debut, it's Sacramento comedy phenom, Johnny Taylor Jr. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. I'm very excited. I'm kind of nervous, but uh, it's good to be here. <laughs> I'm a little intimidated. Really? By, by what? By, by Jody? I should mention. Uh, I'm just glad Jody and I are our first time. We're popping our cherry together. Uh, uh, Keith Wall Jensen was on this show and it did not go well. He's one of my best friends. So I'm, I'm actually scared. Kinda. But he is very annoying. <laughs> so, makes I sense. Just, yeah, I just didn't, uh, yeah, it was unexpected. You know, sometimes I'll have a guest on just based off of everybody here at the Punchline loves him right. and all recommended him and he came on and, and we just didn't, like, you know, like you said, but I, I yeah. didn't use that exact word, but you're friends with him so you can. Oh, uh, he's, I mean, he's one of the more annoying people on the planet, so <laughs> it, it does track. 
I, wish I, I wish I ran it by you before. Uh, I wish you were the person I had spoken to. Can I say great comic? Nice person, but yeah, he can great. Oh yeah, super nice person. I got along with him great off, yeah. off of here. Uh, absolutely. I totally agree with that. Um, okay, so we got to back up here a little bit, and we got to find out what each of you would pick as your favorite film of the past year. We'll start with you, Chad. I almost was going to go with, Lori mentioned Saltburn. That's up there for sure. Yeah, you love that? I actually watched that like recently. A double feature. Did you bring a child with you? No. <laughs> I, no, no, no. I, heard, I heard the rumors about old Barry's hog. So, uh, but I watched a double feature with Barbie that same night. And Barbie and that movie, both excellent. Barbie, no genitals. Saltburn, heavy on the genitals. Um, but I would say my overall favorite probably... The Barbenheimer. You did Barbenheimer, but you swapped out one movie. It's like he said you did Bernie. Yeah. Barbie, Bernie. Salt, yeah. Bernie. Barbie, Salt, Barbie. Barbie. Salt, Barbie. Barbie. Salt on the Barbie. So I'm gonna pick another one I saw recently I really liked was The Holdover. I'm gonna go with that one. Oh, The Holdovers like is uh, Paul Giamatti, mm -hmm. and uh, I, I, they sent me a box of stuff, including like a sweatshirt from the uh, school that's depicted in the film, and uh, but I haven't seen it yet. It's great. But I, I've given away Holdovers stuff on the show. It's excellent. Yeah. I highly recommend that. Alexander Payne. Alexander Payne. Who just yeah. out of the gate, like Citizen Ruth, Election, yeah. like he's just, He's solid. Like, I've only disliked maybe one of his movies. Mm -hmm. He's uh, very consistent. Nebraska is another one I guess I love. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Black, black and white. Nebraska is so, really so fun. So fun. <laughs> 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 All right, wait. So what's your answer? Holdovers. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot because you said the other thing about the other thing. All right, so you're going holdovers. All right, let's go to first-timer. Jody Reeves. Uh, what I was do, your favorite movie of the last year? Can I do one that's on like a streaming platform? Sure, okay. if it's a movie. Um, it's funny because when I was at the table, I was like, oh, when he asked Laurie Kilmartin, of, you know, what's the favorite movie that you saw? And I was like, oh, I have a favorite movie that I saw, but it's on a streaming platform. I don't know if that would work. But also, um, I couldn't think of the name of it, which is unfortunate. Um, and I was like, well, if I was going to really be on the show, I would have looked it up, which of course right. is a problem. Um, so anyway, if anybody can help me out. Um, what is it? The Michael Pena movie about the first um, astronaut that had an um, agricultural um, farm background. Did anybody see it? Oh, is that uh, Shit Farmer? <laughs> was it Citizen it was on Hulu? Somebody's looking it up out there. I can see it. Or just taking this moment to check in with friends. What, 30 miles away? A million miles away? Yes, and it was so good. So, so, so good. much more than 30. <laughs> No semen slurping, and also you could take your kids. So uh, thirty miles oh, away. Oh, I'm out. <laughs> it was so good, so good. Wait, it's called a million miles away? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I love that dude. So like, uh, I, I'm kind of into it, but I don't like uh, you know astronaut movies so much. You know, because they you know even in exciting scenes in astronaut movies, they're, they're moving like this. <laughs> <laughs> very, very light on the astronaut and really heavy on the six-year-old agricultural farming migrant child 
um, having these big aspirations. Okay, and good. So good. it is really, really great. And I what I would not recommend is leave the world behind. Um, People are shitting all over leave the world behind. Like it's the worst thing they ever saw. It's not the worst thing I've ever seen. Uh, because the Eric Bana Hulk exists, but uh, uh, listen to Jody go. <laughs> Eric Bana listens to this show, ma'am. Uh, but it is, um, it, it just really was not good. And then when it ended, we were like, what? So you were you were hating it, and then it had a shitty ending on top That's of that. All yeah, right. I, I can see why people are so mad at that movie because it does seem like the kind of movie that like maybe maybe it can go ahead and suck all the way if the ending is like a you know really hits you over the head, you know like the mist or something. But the the fact that this was like uh, terrible, like you even made it to the end and then hated the end. That's really a, that's really a kick in the teeth. Like, you sat through the whole thing, and then they go, yeah? Well, fuck you. <laughs> now, do some people love it? Applaud if you love Leave the World Behind. <laughs> uh, I always feel bad when I go so hard against I haven't seen it, but I go so hard against things sometimes, and people are sitting right there going, it's not so bad. But, you know, there's something for everybody, right, Johnny? I agree. What's your uh, number one for 2023? It's Leave the World Behind. No, <laughs> It was not. Uh, you know, I love Terrifier 2. I'm a horror guy. I don't know if anybody out there loves horror. Uh, I also love Infinity Pool, another great horror. Um, but I gotta say, just saw the Iron Claw. <gasps> Ooh, yeah. you're, into, you're into wrestling to begin with. I'm a wrestling guy. Uh, but yeah, I saw it. Uh, I saw it in the best way too. I saw it the, uh, in Vegas at the uh, Westland Drive-In. And uh, just absolutely... If you're gonna cry in your car, <laughs> that's the way to do it. Uh, yeah. It's wasted in traffic. You gotta yeah. do it like, after a bad set. You cry and uh, you cry in the car during the Iron Claw. Uh, really, really good. Super strong. Yeah, I saw it, and uh, it's insane, like how terrible a lot of uh, their lives were. Like, it's this family that is in wrestling, but just has tremendous bad luck but it starts to everyone starts to treat it like they're cursed right and uh so so the movie's like you know it's not one of those big you know uh, sports movies that has a big triumphant uh, ending no per se but you still manage to walk out of there feeling pretty good i think you feel glad that at least one of them stay alive <laughs> everybody dies yeah. i mean spoiler <laughs> One person makes it out alive in this movie. I mean, that's what this wrestling family was known for, was just all these terrible things that, that happened to them. And uh, and so to see it depicted in a movie, it's it's rough, but also they do a good job with it because you, uh, you know, you don't leave there going, oh, fuck, what the fuck was that? You know, it's like it, it does, uh, they, there's triumph in the end, in a sense. Right. Uh, my girlfriend, she, the, the movie ends and she just looks at me and she goes, well, that wasn't funny at all. <laughs> like, no. no, it wasn't. Uh, I mean, she's just like, that guy from the bear is usually a laugh riot. Yeah, yeah. yeah that Jeremy Allen White, uh, he's, uh, he really got in, uh, it, I mean, they all got in such wrestling mode. Zach Efron, they were jacked, and then too. a couple actors I wasn't familiar with, but they're really good because like, to have to do the wrestling, to a certain extent, obviously they had doubles and stuff, but right. they still do a lot of it, I think. Yeah, boy, uh, steroids. <laughs> <laughs>
I saw Jeremy on what he's like, yeah, they gave us two months to get ribbed. I'm like, you did that in two months? Uh, you have some help, Playboy. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Zach Efron's like a different person now. I don't know if he's going to be able to morph back to regular Zach. He's like a perfect square. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, he really is. He's Lego. It's the Lego version of him. He looks like fucking Max Hedrum. Yeah. No, like in that movie, he like has to move his whole body to look at something. Like it's just really like uh, just this block of human. It's crazy. All right. So holdovers, Iron Claw, and something about farming. <laughs> no, a million miles away. Uh, those are our uh, three picks, plus Lori's pick of Saltburn. So those are some, uh, uh, that's a lot for people to choose from if you're looking for a uh, great movie to end your year with, or begin your year with, because this episode's coming out on New Year's Day. we got to take a break. We'll be right back. <laughs> Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. We are back! <laughs> All right. Uh, I, you know what? Let me do that again. <laughs> It should be applause first and then me saying we are back. That'd be weird just at the other commercials to me say that. And then people applaud. I mean, I guess it would work. But let's do it the other way in case my producer wants to fix it. <laughs> we are back! <laughs> now I don't even know what I do anymore. I don't remember what order I do it in. Uh, thank you, Sacramento, for getting me too high for this. Um, all right, so during the break, we picked name tags. Chad is playing for Maddie, Pi Maddie Python and the Holy Grail. Uh, John is playing for a very mysterious lady who we will simply call Mikachu. And, <laughs> and Jody is playing for Kevengers. Kevin uh, changed an Avengers poster to say Avengers. Good luck to everybody. The first game we're going to play today is something I already, I mean, I just came up with. It's a brand new game. Might probably play it only one time uh, because it's called New Year's Eve, the movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I guess I should have done that. <laughs> okay, so it's called New Year's Eve the movie. We start with Chad, and then we'll go to Jody, and then to Johnny, because we did some quick, quick first name alphabetization. <laughs> and also, uh, they're sitting in that order anyway, so it all really worked out perfectly. Uh, so we'll start uh, with Chad, and um, basically, Chad, what I'd like you to do. Um, each of you are going to take turns naming cast members from Gary Marshall's New Year's Eve from 2011. 
If you don't know for sure who was in that movie, guess. Because it's got lots of stars and even more semi-stars. So you could just take a shot and get lucky if you're not that familiar with the cast of New Year's Eve. It, of course, was the follow-up to Valentine's Day, also a huge all-star cast, but only one or two people from that one uh, made it into New Year's Eve. Chad, can you did you see this movie? Absolutely not. Do you have a, a feeling for like the kinds of movie stars that would be in a movie like Kinda, this? But I'm gonna go with uh, somebody who's in like I think every Gary Marshall movie, not as well known, but that's who I'm going with because I think he's in almost every one. Is Hector Elizondo? That is correct. You are a clever boy. Hector Elizondo was in every Gary Marshall movie and was like his lucky actor that he used all the time, just like how Scorsese feels about DiCaprio. Not quite. He works with, he's worked with other people. I mean, Hector Elizondo's in Pretty Woman. He's the uh, manager of the hotel, who at first is like, get out, whore. <laughs> and he's like, oh, she seems nice. Stay whore. <laughs> And then later he's like, I'm gonna miss you, whore. It's really sweet. <laughs> he's real sweetie. He's the heart of the movie, really. Not Richard Gere. Okay, uh, so you're on the board, Chad. Congratulations. But well, we gotta keep going. Jody, can you remember anybody that was in New Year's Eve? I have not seen it. Um, just unfortunate. I'm counting on that for all, all three of you. I think I'm that's part of the fun. Take the wild guess, and I'm going to pull another because it's about Hector Elizondo, who's, who's who I was going to pull. But um, I um, I'm going to pull from Runaway Bride. I'll pull Christopher Maloney. <gasps> he was in Runaway Bride. He was. Neat. <laughs> Not in this. <laughs> I'm sorry to say, because that was a that was a terrific guess. Johnny, what do you think? Um, I also was going to go with Hector Elizondo. <laughs> That's a lie. I have no idea who Hector Elizondo is. Um, He's the guy in Pretty Woman that ran the hotel. The hotel. Uh, I know that much now uh, due to recency. Um, was Anne Hathaway in New Year's Day? I'm not asking you to ask me who was in it. I'm asking you to just guess. And I'll tell you, no, she wasn't in it. <laughs> But that's a terrific guess. It really is. Back to you, Chad. I love that none of them have seen this movie. I might not have planned that. I'm gonna guess. This might be too. When did it come out? What year did it come out? 2011. I don't think it. I'm gonna guess. I don't think. Uh, Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> I love it. No. <laughs> Jody. I'm gonna try Gary Marshall's daughter, Carrie. Kennedy Marshall? Kathleen well, Kennedy Marshall? I mean, that's, that's fucking cheating, but yes. <laughs> I didn't even write her name down. I'm like, who's going to say that? Who's going to say Gary Marshall's daughter? But good call, Jody. Um, Johnny, you're fucked, Luke, girl. Um, this is just the first game. This is just the first game. You can't throw in the towel now. It's only going to get harder. <laughs> was, 
Name a famous actor or actress you really would have a decent shot. It's crazy this cast of people. Was Ben Affleck in it? <laughs> he should have been, but no. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Chad. Yeah, uh, uh, Emma Stone. See, that's fun, the way you just, you just, just guessed a perfectly reasonable guess that is wrong. <laughs> Jody. Hugh Grant. Nody. Johnny. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Chris O'Donnell. Oh, another great poll, but no. He's too busy fighting crime with LL Cool J. <laughs> Chad. Diane Keaton. Oh, that's another good guess. Not on the list. <laughs> this is like guessing who was at the Academy Awards last night. I don't know. Uh, Jody. Um. Uh, another Runaway Bride poll. Rita Wilson. Oh, that's a terrific guess, but no. Johnny. Diane Lane. <laughs> no. <laughs> Chad. We're gonna go until somebody gets one. I'm gonna take it from, okay, Rupert Everett. No. Julia Roberts. No. Oh. She wasn't Valentine's Day though, so that's a good guess. Matt Damon. No. <laughs> Ashley Judd? No. I love how fast this is going. <laughs> <laughs> Sally Fields. No. At least you didn't say Fields. Johnny. Uh, fuck. Uh, Zach Efron. That is correct! That's an iron claw. earlier today. Okay, so now we have a three-way tie. And, and now I'm serious. The first person to get another one right wins this game. Chad? Oh my god. Um, Robert Brosky. <laughs> You're so weird. No. <laughs> Jody? Um, Helen Mirren. No. <laughs> Emma Thompson. Oh, I had to double check that one. That, that felt real the way you said it. No. Bill Nye. <laughs> no. <laughs> Jody. Richard Gere. Uh-oh. Maybe we won't go until somebody gets one. Paul Giamatti. I would, I, I'm so grateful that Paul Giamatti hasn't I wish he was. appeared in some shit like this. I mean, there's a lot of good actors, but it's all definitely people that would appear in, in something like this. Uh, back to you, Chad. Jeffrey Rush? Are you really trying to name famous people that they put on a poster to get people to come see a shitty rom-com about a holiday? Nobody wants to see a movie about it. Jody. Love for him, Tom Cruise. Okay, after Johnny, I'm going to give everybody a clue, a group clue, and then we'll see what happens. But Johnny, go ahead. Kristen Heigl. Shit! Wait! <laughs> Shit! That was close. Uh, what's her actual name? Catherine Heigl. Yeah! 
Oh my god, I was about to like throw in a measure to make this go quicker, but that took care of it. Johnny Taylor Jr. won that game. With the old Kristen Heigl. <laughs> so here's the clue I was going to give Chad. See what you come up with. It has two different, extremely famous, well-known, one-word male rappers. One word. Go. Ludicrous. Exactly, Jody, go. Kanye? No, he's got both names. <laughs> he's not a one-name game. <laughs> Tommy. DMX. Those are letters. Uh, the, other one, the other one's Common. Oh, yeah, Common and Ludicrous are both in that movie. <laughs> That is so common and ludicrous. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm gonna run through it really quick. Abigail Breslin, Alyssa Milano, Ashton Kutcher, Carla Gugino, Carrie Elwes, Cherry Jones, Common, Halle Berry, Hector Elizondo, Hilary Swag, Jessica Biel, Jim Belushi, Joey McIntyre, John Lithgow, John Bon Jovi, Josh Duhamel, <laughs> Leah Michelle, Ludicrous, Matthew Broderick, Uncredited. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, Penny Marshall, Bobby DeMiro, <laughs> Russell Peters, Ryan Seacrest, Jessica, Sarah Jessica Parker, Sarah Paulson, Seth Meyers, Sofia Vergara, Till Schweiger, and Zach Efron. Good cast. The ones I was going to write down. I didn't write down that one, Jody said. Uh, so uh, everybody's doing a great job. Everybody's very competitive at this point. And uh, we're going to go right into our next game, and it's called The Little Search Engine That Could. I typed a word into the search engine on IMDb and then wrote down the top seven movies with that word in the title. And you, the three of you are going to take turns guessing movies that uh, you think it might be. If the movie you name is number one on the list, you get seven points. If the movie you name is number seven on the list, you get one point. And uh, of course, there's all the points available in between. And we're starting with Johnny. Well, let's reverse the order. We'll go Johnny, Jody, Chad. Johnny, tell me what you think might be the number one or in the top seven movies on the Internet Movie Database today, this very moment, that have the word happy in the title as a nod, of course, to everyone having a happy new year. What do you got, Johnny? A movie, any movie at all, that has the word happy somewhere in the title. Happiness doesn't work, does it work? Just saying happiness, pursuit of happiness. Yeah, it's not really, H-A-P-P-Y is what we're looking for. But that is a, that is a reasonable guess, um, if it was any part of it. I'll go uh, with happy birthday to you, the old horror film. That is a great, I was hoping that would be on here, and it didn't, it didn't make the cut, but that, I remember liking that movie very much movie back true. when it came out. It doesn't, it's hard to find. It's hard to uh, track down, but I, I'd watch it again. All right, uh, down to Jody. Any movie? Happy Gilmore. Oh, oh that one turns out to be number one. Seven points. This is going to be. It's not insurmountable, Jody's lead, Chad. You need to just get, you know, one or two right to uh, 
you know, get a higher total than seven, what do you think of when you think of a movie that's got the word happy in the title? Happy feet. Happy feet? Let me look. Oh, turns out that's number two. Chad is on the board with six points. Jody has seven, and Johnny, this is your chance. Uh, Name another movie with happy in the title. Uh, happy Feet 2. <laughs> you know, it's just that kind of cynical behavior that does well in this game. That is correct. Of course, it's all the way down at number seven on the list but I still uh, am happy for you that it was on there at all. And you have one point, Jody, with her seven points. She's in the lead. What's your next guess? Many happy returns. What's that? <laughs> That's smart, it's an expression, so it very could have been a movie, especially some recent 2023 movie that's just on one of the streamers or something. But no, that uh, expression did not make this list, but you're still in the lead, Chad. One point behind Jody. What, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. Is there a Happy Feet 3? <laughs> like I said earlier, I'm here with the answers, not about to answer questions. But um, I'm going Happy Feet 3. Just, I'm guessing that it exists. It does not. Ah! Or it exists and didn't make the list. But I don't, I don't think it, it, it exists. Also, I couldn't make Johnny spell it, but it's Happy Feet T-W-O. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Chad's still at six. Johnny's got one. You could, you could, at this point, you could tie Chad if you pull a five-pointer. I'm going to say, uh, don't worry, be happy. Also an expression that hasn't been made into a feature film, but... Bobby McFerrin class. It's a smart guess. It's a smart guess. I like smart guessers almost more than people who get the right answer. That's a very smart guess, but no. Jody? Uh, happy birthday. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. That's got to be in there somewhere, right? But it isn't. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I can't think of any movies that are just straight up called Happy Birthday, but sure should be one. Chad? Uh, All you got to do is get any of the remaining titles and it will be enough to tie or win. Is there a movie? I'm, just, I'm saying Happy New Year. Damn it. <laughs> Another very smart, clever play. I appreciate you doing it, but it did not. If there is a movie called Happy New Year, it did not make the list. Jody, you won the game. Congratulations, Jody. Very good job. Uh, let's, uh, let's, let's recap from the bottom of the list. Seven, of course, was Happy Feet 2. Six is a Chinese rom-drom, uh, romantic drama that's uh, quite a, a lot of people like it. I, I saw it, I don't remember loving it, but it's called Happy Together. And uh, you know, people are searching it on IMDb, I guess. Um, number five 
is, uh, I thought Johnny might pull this one at some point, Happy Death Day. Oh, man. I can't believe I think of that. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Those shit will just fly out of your head in these situations. And number four was Happy Ending. Oh, with no S on it, because that, that was a TV series, and then also a movie that had like uh, Lisa Kudrow in it. Um, but this is just happy ending, and it's a Netflix thing. That's what screws up these lists sometimes for me, is that something will just pop into Netflix, and people will search it like, what the fuck is this on IMDb? <laughs> and then it gets a high ranking, like people are excited about it or something. Uh, and then um, this is a tricky one too because <laughs> number three is called Happy Christmas. Oh, yeah, and that's like an indie movie that uh, Anna Kendrick is, uh, is British in. for sure. And then uh, <laughs> and then Happy Feet, of course, Happy Gilmore. And uh, so congratulations again to Jody. Of course, all it means. Settle down. It just means she gets to go first in our final game, and we'll play that game right after this break! Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. We are back! Yeah! So, uh, Jody pulled out that last win. Congratulations to Jody. But of course, on this show, that doesn't mean much because she has to go first in our next and final game that will determine our winner and who in the audience gets all the stuff, that box and all the stuff in it. And uh, to do that, we're going to play a game that I call Last Person Standing Deluxe NYE Edition. All right, so this is a game where uh, a lot of times we get suggestions from the audience for names, and um, uh, you know, it's all just different. Very sometimes I'll just name the names, and that's what I'm going to do today. Is I'm just going to name the names that we're going to use in this game, and the three of you are going to take turns. Naming movies that have one of those people in it. It could be any one of the three. You just have to uh, name it and you're still in. If you can't think of one, you can go to your lifeline once. So, Avengers, you could go to, or uh, uh, Mikachu, or what was the third one? Was uh, <laughs> Maddie Python. Those are your uh, lifelines that you can go to once. So, uh, lifelines, just be ready especially if you know an obscure movie that features one of these actresses. Because I pulled three names from the cast, the aforementioned cast of New Year's Eve, and they are Sarah Jessica Parker, Jessica Biel, and Michelle Pfeiffer. The films of those three ladies. I don't know how often they work together, but we might find out if they ever did during the game. We'll start with the winner of the last game. 
which is Jody, and then uh, switch the order around once again, so we'll go Jody, then Johnny, then Chad. I play along a lot of time, but this one it wouldn't be fair because I, I knew what actresses we were gonna use uh, ahead of time. So Jody, Johnny, Chad, have you had a chance to think it over? It's kind of, it's not, it's not an easy one, but they are all, especially Michelle Pfeiffer's in a lot, a lot, a lot of big movies. These other actresses were, have been sidelined by TV occasionally, but also do a lot of work. So let's start it off. Jody, name a film that has one of those ladies in it. Michelle Pfeiffer was in Deep End of the Ocean. Wow, you could have saved that one. The other two guys didn't know that one. <laughs> you could have kept that in the chamber or the quiver. Go ahead, uh, Johnny. I'm going to go with L.A. Story. Sarah yeah, Sarah Jessica Sandy with a heart over the eye. Wait. Wait, where did she put the heart? Oh, yeah, Sandy with an eye with a heart over it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Tell us the three. What? Tell us the three again. Oh. <laughs> I really thought you were like in the middle of the show, like really asking something secretly. <laughs> I, I don't want the listeners to hear you. Tell us the three what, what, what the fuck are we doing? Tell us what we're doing again. Uh, it's Sarah Jessica Parker, Jessica Biel, and Michelle Pfeiffer. Three generations of actress, I'm guessing. <laughs> I don't know their exact ages. Who are we on, Chad? What do you got? I'm going with one of my favorite holiday movies, Batman Returns. Nice. Michelle Pfeiffer. Arguably the best Catwoman in history. Wait, where, who's next? Is it back to Jody? Is it back to me? Yeah. Um, Michelle Pfeiffer was as Miss Baltimore Crab previous um, in Hairspray. Yeah. Oh. Give it up. Yeah. Well, Jody, I know you've probably noticed this from being at the show in the past. Like, you can't take it personally when the crowd doesn't go crazy because they really do applaud for the movies they like or the ones that are the most. It's weird. I don't know why anybody. I don't know what draws people to applaud or when uh, during this game. But, uh, you know, that was all the Hairspray fans. <laughs> everyone else, these, and over on the other side of the room, are people who are not going to see Wonka, The Color Purple, or Mean Girls. <laughs> all right, Johnny. Uh, I'm going to go with Jessica Bill in uh, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Nice! Of course you knew that one. That's a great one. I mean, I is that a good massacre movie? No, no, it's the reboot. Yeah, so as a fan, as a fan of those kind of films, is the first Ma Chainsaw Massacre the only good one? No, number two is great for all the wrong reasons. Uh, it's a great hate watch, but uh, the reboot is just kind of boring. Oh, okay. She looks good though. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, don't they like like lovingly show her like does she like have a close up of her butt or something? Seems like they really. Exploit her. <laughs> Chad, I'll go Scarface. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's very good. Uh, that's my favorite Sarah Jessica Parker role. <laughs> <laughs> Jody? Baby Sarah Jessica Parker, no dancing in Footloose? Yeah. yeah. No, I was, I was just watching Footloose the, day, the other day on TV, and I was just like, 
she like from that movie forward like she was cast a lot as like somebody who wasn't supposed to be the beautiful girl and the cute one but i always thought she was cute and i've always been weirded out by people who like make remarks about her being ugly uh, I, I think they just don't like sex in the city you know so they just it, it just makes them angry that it exists uh you know that something that's pretty much for women is out there and popular uh, whose turn is it johnny it's mine uh, I'm gonna go with uh, <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer and Fabulous Baker Boys. Oh, nice. Oh my God, I never want to be a piano more. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Chad, um, I'm gonna go. You gotta go. No. <laughs> it's good having you. Let's go. Uh, one fine day. Yes. 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 You know, the, the, the little girl in that, that's George Clooney and, and Michelle Pfeiffer, I mean, they both, they each have a kid, and then they, it's a fine day because they all end up together or whatever, get stuck in traffic or something. Uh, but the little girl is Mae Whitman, who is, uh, you know, my favorite evil ex in Scott Pilgrim. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and she's great. Anyway, uh, she was a little kid in that, and has acted ever since. Jody. The other woman in First Wives Club. Ooh. Yes. See, so the thing, like, she got into a little streak there, where, like, in Sandy and that in LA Story, and then in that movie, she was like, like the sexy character, and then she became anyway. Johnny, uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Sarah Jessica Parker and Sex in the City, the movie. Yes. Well done. What, is, what do you say to that, Chad? Fuck you, Joni. <laughs> I say, uh, let's see. Um, I thought there was a specific thing he'd say. He went with something Michelle else. Pfeiffer in Love Field. Wow, that's quite a poll. Who's in that with her? Dennis Haysbert? Dennis Haysbert. Nice. I'm, I'm complimenting myself <laughs> for remembering that. Jody? Dangerous Minds. Yes. Oh, yeah. Is that your Julio impression? Oh, yeah. That was my Michelle Pfeiffer she fight? karate impression. Oh, she karate right? chopped because somebody. martial arts in that one? I guess so. That was the trailer. She, you know, she really turned those kids around like, you know, uh, they were a bunch of hooligans and she came in there with her karate moves and her teaching skills. Johnny? I could be wrong. I love it. I think Jessica Biel was in I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry. She sure was. Yeah. Exploited her in that one, too. It's like a changing room scene, right? Where the, where she's like, you're gay, touch my tits. And, and Adam Sandler's like, well, all right. I, I wrote this movie, I might as well do it. If you insist. This is my idea in the first place. Chad? Go, um, Sarah Jessica Parker again, Leaving Las Vegas, not Leaving Las Vegas, um, oh, You got Vegas. it, you got it. Honeymoon in Vegas, that's right. Yeah. Flying Elvises. Jody. Jessica Biel in one of my favorites, um, the recent A-Team. <laughs> you are a recent A-Team stan? Love it. We'll watch it anytime it's on. Anytime. Love it. Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Liam Neeson. Uh-huh. Uh, Jessica Biel. 
Uh-huh. And then what's the name of the fourth guy that's um, fourteen? He's Quentin Rampage Jackson. Yeah. yeah, I knew you'd know it. <laughs> well, and also District Nine, the 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 Aussie or um, guy oh, from yeah, District yeah, yeah. Nine. Oh yeah, yeah. Charlotte Char Char Copley. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Um, Gerald McRaney is also oh, in that man. one. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did you like so, it? I love it. I'll watch it anytime it's on. He'll go you. Verify. Yeah. Woo! Yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Works out great for him, I guess. And they also have lots of little little Easter egg things from other other people that were in the TV mm -hmm. series. Yeah, yeah, they all pop up and ways. stuff. Yeah. And so, um, yeah. All right. So a fan of the TV show too. I was, yeah, but you know, I, I was a preteen yeah. in the eighties, right? Yeah. I mean, so like, yeah. of course, of course, you, of course, you like the eighties. Watch that. And yeah, who's gonna? Nobody likes the B team. They like the A team. <laughs> All right, Johnny. You always have a lot of time to think. Yeah, boy, did it not work. Uh, <laughs> Jessica Bill and Seventh Heaven the movie. <laughs> <laughs> we all got our fingers crossed for that one. Can't wait for that to happen. But yeah, that was awesome. That was my favorite thing Jessica Biel ever did was leaving that show. Like, cause she was she was still like a teenager. She's like, fuck this stupid Jesus show. Well, also right? Yeah, exactly. All right. So that's you want to go to your lifeline, Johnny? Uh, I'm gonna go to uh, to uh, make a chew. What do you got, please, Sean? Yeah, that's unfortunate. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's really unfortunate what's happened. Um, I'm gonna go out on a limb here. And oh, she's going out on a limb. That there is a Sex in the City two. Possibly? Sex in the City two. Of course there is. Yes. Yes. That's what I thought Chad would say after you said the first one. Oh, I thought he pounced on it, but yeah, there was a second one. They went to Greece or something. Sure. <laughs> yeah. They all went lube wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, or, or Greece, Greece wrestling. Greece I'll wrestling. call it whatever you want. But uh, uh, good job, Mikachu. You kept Johnny in the game. Now Johnny, of course, has to really, really think about something else that he missed while we go to Chad. I'm going to go... Michelle Pfeiffer and Stardust. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a, 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 a rare for me, Matthew Vaughn misfire, right? Didn't he direct that? Yeah. And you know, I love his movies. I love Kick-Ass and the, the Secret Gentleman's Club movies. Uh, Joey? Michelle Pfeiffer in Grease 2? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're just sitting there saying the word Grease over and over. <laughs> if only she was in Lube 2. <laughs> Chad might have thought of it. Grace too, that's a good one. Okay, Johnny, did you think of anything in the interim? Not really. Uh, <laughs> Jessica Biel. <laughs> this looks like your game. Uh, Jessica Biel in Go? Was she in Go? No. God damn it. She should have been. I'm fucked. That would have been good for her. Well, you, you made a valiant effort today, Johnny. Thank you. I'm sorry. Please, please stick around, though, because we need your high-energy joking around <laughs> to take us home. Chad? Okay. Michelle. It's down to you and Jody. After that. Okay. Michelle Pfeiffer in um, uh, <laughs> Tequila Sunrise. Yes! Yeah. Cool. Yes, with uh, those guys, Kurt Russell. Yeah. 
another guy, <laughs> Jody. Uh, Jessica Biel in The Illusionist. <laughs> yes. Oh. Came back fast, didn't it, Chad? Good. Um, the Illusionist, is that, that's like, uh, you know, the uh, alternative to The Prestige. You know what I mean? It came out like at the same time. I was debating in my head which one for sure it was. Right? It's tricky. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask. Uh, oh, he's going to his lifeline. Yeah, Chad's lifeline. Maddie. Maddie. <laughs> Oh, I know, it's so deep in the game. You don't got any maybe obscure ones we didn't get to? Working on it as a group over there, I'm, I'm sure. Nothing? No Sex in the City 3? <laughs> no Sex in the City 3, I'm sorry to say. I can't believe your lifeline did that to you, Chad. I'm gonna go, wait a minute. Okay. Oh, there's a... Sir Jessica Parker, uh -huh. 80s bike movie. Yeah. God damn, what's that called? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Nothing spring uh, in my no. mind. But American Flyers? She's in that? Isn't it 80s? That's bike? a movie, but I don't think she's in it. She's not? I don't remember her being in it. But I also couldn't tell you who the female lead was. It was Kevin Costner was in, in it as a, a fast bike rider. With other guys that rode bikes real fast, I think. <laughs> Is this really happening? Are you gonna tap? No, this guy. Your lifeline. The lifeline is dry. There's gotta be another. I gotta know another Michelle Pfeiffer. White what? Who said that? Are you? The, are you his lifeline? White Oleander? Yeah. Who's in that? Michelle Pfeiffer. Yes, <laughs> Chad, you're, you're in it for another round. <laughs> I thought somebody else sitting kind of nearby just took it on themselves, like, why Oleander already? <laughs> Jody, still going strong? I think I... I think I might have to go to, to Avengers. I think I might have yeah, to. Yeah, go to him. I don't know. Avengers, can you help out? Sure. Hey, oh, so Colin sure. Camp. Colin Camp was in American Flyers something. Oh, yeah. Colin Camp was in American Flyers instead of... Michelle Pfeiffer, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh, of course! Oh. Michelle Pfeiffer, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Nice job, Chad. Wait a minute. I know. Is Michelle Pfeiffer an Ant-Man quantum man? Of course she is. <laughs> Back to Jody. Um, Marvel Avengers Endgame. Yes. <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer. She's a Marvel character. She shows up all the time now. She's probably in another one. I'm not remembering. What's the other? She got you know she was like all shrunk down, all small uh, during the uh, snap, and like so they was worried that like. Oh, she was outside, but her, but he he was inside, yeah. But she but she disappeared during the snap. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. has yeah. got it. Wait a minute. He's got it. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer and What Lies Beneath? Yes. What Lies Beneath was Harrison Ford, the craziest ass uh, jump scare movie you'll ever see. Like, not five minutes go by without something loud happening to me. It's supposed to make you jump. It's pretty fun. All right, Jody. Are you done? Um, can we do television? Or no. <laughs> I'd still be in the game. Yeah. Don't love movies. Um, well, you did great. 
great, Jenny. I mean, how about um, the first Ant-Man? The very first one? Mm -hmm. Who's in that? The Fiverr. Why would she be in the very first Ant-Man? Because, like, at the end scene. Does she? Avengers, you seem to be the expert on the subject. No, I don't think she shows up in that first Ant-Man. Because I don't know why she would. What are the ant blocks? She's an ant block? <laughs> <laughs> oh, at the at the end? Do you have another one, Chad? Is she in the is she in the end? Well I'm saying, let's say she Damn. was. Okay. Would you would you lose? Would you be out? I mm. There's a Sarah, there's that Sarah Jessica Parker movie. I swear to God, she's in like a biker movie from the eighties. It's not mm. American Flyer. What's that called? Uh, oh, like uh, Quicksilver. That is that the. You, you I mean, that's a biker movie, but I don't know. But I don't think I she's think in it. Damn, dude. Maybe she is. I don't know. I yeah. thought she was. We definitely missed some for her. Yes. But uh, were we calling Jody the winner? I mean, if, she, if, if Michelle Pfeiffer's in Ant-Man, then I don't think she is. <laughs> if, if Michelle I don't personally think she is. I'm not she sure. is. Yeah. She is? And she's in the credits. We got confirmation. Right. Jody is not winning. Jody, you got to do your plugs first. <laughs> Would you like to plug? I will be appearing in my living room um, chaperoning teenagers tomorrow night. What a fun uh, night for you. Yeah, you can drop by that to drink minimum. <laughs> and I'm doing my best to make sure there is no semen of any kind involved. You're, you're wild, Jody. Well, thank you, Jody Reeves. Uh, would you like to uh, uh, return to the show as champion on the uh, on upcoming yeah. episode? Yeah, sure. Yeah, we just do it over Zoom. Well, I gotta get your uh, info before, uh, so don't leave without giving your info tonight. Okay. And great job. One more time for Jody Reeves. It's always fun having uh, audience members participate, and uh, you know it's a real crapshoot uh, how good they're going to be at the games. And, uh, you're, you're, you're terrific. I got to live out my that husband's was dream. So yeah. I hope it was good for him watching me. Hey, hey, keep your hands on the table. Uh, he's really enjoying it. Uh, okay, so uh, great first appearance on the show, Johnny Taylor Jr. Well, you know, we're doing New Year's Eve tomorrow, which is going to be great. Uh, I'll also be at uh, Wise Guys in West Jordan, Utah, with my friend Brian Posehn on January 12th and 13th. And I'm headlined to the Velveeta Room in Austin, Texas, February 2nd and 3rd, so come on soon. Nice! Go see Johnny Taylor Jr., everybody. Also, you do stuff uh, like in this in this main room here, but there's also a cube uh, club next door called Callback. Callback. Yep, and I you do, do stuff there sometimes too. Five months later, I do a show called Johnny Taylor and Friends with the Callback. Come out and see it. It's good. February seventh. Yeah. It's a it's a fun little room. I love it. And Chad opens everybody. <laughs> what do you want to promote, pal? A show at the end of the month in January, January 28th at the Elysian Theater with Neil Hamburger. Oh, yeah. wow. Whoa, yeah. that's fun. Neil Hamburger Live. 
excited for that one. That's in LA. In LA. Right on, right on. And uh, what's your social media stuff? What's my name? At Chad Opitz. Yeah, and it's Opitz without an apostrophe between the O and the P. I thought he was Irish until I, you know, <laughs> until I confirmed that. Opitz? Opitz. Yeah. Uh, let's see, do I have any uh, plugs? Oh, yeah, I, I do. I'm going to be. Well, Chad's joining me for Douglas Movies at SF Sketchfest in San Francisco on Sunday afternoon, January 24th. And uh, I'll just say, Chad, that's all you need to know, but a great lineup on, uh, on, on that show, sfsketchfest.com for your uh, tickets to that. And uh, so that's pretty much it. Thank you to the Punchline. Thank you to all the people who came out to see us this afternoon. Have a great rest of your year, what's, what little of it is left. And uh, happy new year. And one more time for Johnny Taylor Jr. No. <laughs> hey everybody, I just wanted to jump in here and say that, of course, Michelle Pfeiffer was not in the first Ant-Man, but Jody was such a great guest, we'll bring her back as a returning champ, and we'll bring back Chad Opitz soon as well. Happy New Year! Happy New Year!